Like Retribution, I'm here to destroy the show from within by becoming its champion. And as the kids on the internet would say, he's got the cake. I wish you wouldn't have said that, Chuck. (laughs) (laughs) This is the saddest episode of the show ever. (laughs) Neither of you know what is going on. Erica, we need you. If you're listening. Um, After that finger point of doom of a round, we have Nate with six points and Shawnee and Justin with one. I guess thank God for Hubert. Thanks for adding pressure. Um, I took away the pressure, you asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's a little red button. Nice. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the One Fall Show. A special episode. It's a WrestleMania episode. Hey, everybody. I'm Shawnee Constant, and this is the latest episode of the One Fall Show. What, what, Shawnee, What's happening what, right now? What are you doing? I'm I was, uh, taking over the show, Chuck. I, uh, we, never, it, we never talked about an invasion angle, sir. What's going on? It's not really an invasion angle. It's more of the, the rupturing of a wound. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. I, I mean, if, if you want to, I did all this, you know, work ahead of time, but if you want to, I mean, go ahead. If you oh did yeah. You did all this work. Finally, what are we like 60 episodes in and now you're claiming to have put in work. All right. Well, I mean, I'll just, I'll hang back and uh, go ahead. It sounds good to me. I'm, now, I'm now, you, now you see what I've been dealing with as part of the sunshine buddy stuck. Yeah. Well, I guess so. I mean, does this officially make me a sunshine buddy? Quiet nerds. All right. Welcome to the show that is not only a friendly chat about professional wrestling, but it's friendly my ass right now. A quiz show. Let me first introduce to you the straw that stirs the drink, I'm told. The writer of this week's questions, our scorekeeper, Erica Bannis. I, then one, uh, I should have been called straw that stirs the drink this entire time already. Shawnee, you as a host off to a great start. Next, let me introduce our panel. First, I suspect Nate, you're probably the champion, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I am. So I think that you should go first. Well, it's not like you could defeat me. Hi, my name is Nate and I am your champion. Duh. All right, next we've got uh, the junior leagues of the show, our very own uh, foster child, Mr. Justin Valentine. Oh, my. Listen, I feel like um, to go sports on you, I feel like I'm in a basketball team and I'm in a starting lineup waiting to be announced before the game. This is hype. Even though the introduction was horrible, you know, it's a horrible, you know, it's cool, but the hype is there. I'm I'm for it. I like it. You hear that, Chuck? He likes the hype. Yeah, you seem to be doing a great job. I'm I'm impressed, man. I keep, keep going. I like it. I'm your DJ now, Princey. <laughs> Finally, the third member of our panel, uh, one might arguably say the least important, the newly demoted Chuck Bean. <laughs> say hi, Chuck. Hi, Chuck. It's great to be here. I can't wait to uh, be on this side of the panel for the one fall show. And it's not an ordinary one fall show. Oh, no. This is our special WrestleMania edition as WrestleMania, what is it, 37 creeps up on us? 47, 97? 107. 
It's a big one. How's everyone? One word answer. What are you thinking about WrestleMania this year? Chuck, we'll start with you. Long. JV, what do you got? Uh, confusing. Nate? WrestleMania? Erica? Fine. All right. <laughs> and that's the kind of enthusiasm we're going to drive into our show today. This week, we've got three categories. Each category consists of three questions. There are points involved for getting uh, either the question correct or providing an entertaining answer. Uh, Chuck, that's probably not going to be your strong point, so I would focus on the questions. You got it, boss. This week, we've got uh, three different categories than we normally do. We've got main events, WrestleMania moments, and celebrity appearances. All right, I'm going to need you all to play a game of Magic of the Gathering to see who goes first. Hey, that's really convenient. I have my Magic the Gathering deck right here. Okay, time out. We're already I've got, I, I've got, I'm going to play my Royal Assassin card. Wow, Hard to that... beat, Chuck. What are you doing? Uh, lightning, lightning bolt, lightning bolt. There's not a lightning bolt card, Chuck. For three damage, lightning bolt, mother. Don't be a fucking three idiot. <laughs> three damage. Chuck, Roll you're a, a fucking can... idiot. Nate, you get to go first. Sweet. And I didn't even Royal to Assassin. I didn't even need a shot to play. <laughs> you didn't bring a deck. You're a sports nerd. You don't know nothing about Magic the Gathering, Justin. Okay, but I know, like, Dungeons and Dragons. We can go that route. Yeah, what do you know about tapping mana? <laughs> All right, Nate, you can go first. <laughs> right, that's what I thought. This all is right, all Nate, Nate has. Just let him have it, okay? <laughs> For God's sakes, let him have it. For one point, Nate, in the category of main events, which WrestleMania main event match was billed as a once-in-a-lifetime match only to main event the following WrestleMania? Uh, good question. It's a great question. That is a really Thank, good question. Is Thank it, you, I know. <laughs> uh, Roman Reigns and John Cena? I don't know. Sorry, it was not. Ah. JV, <laughs> we're going to give you a shot here. Uh, that would be John Cena versus The Rock. That is correct for one point. I was so close. You were, uh, you were very close. You had at least half of it. For that's bonus right. points. That, that's, that's a half point at least. Which WrestleManias did Cena and The Rock main event together, Justin? Um, hold on. Hold on. Carry the one. Uh, if you gave me more time, I could figure it out. But it was, I'm going to throw out there. 20 or 28 and 29. No, that's wrong. That is, that is wrong. correct. That's right. correct. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you now have two points, sir. And control of the round, right? Yes. So for two points, the last WrestleMania to take place in our show's home state of Michigan was WrestleMania 23 at Ford field in downtown Detroit for two points. Which match main evented WrestleMania 23 and what title was on the line? I was at this show, John Cena versus Shawn Michaels for the WWE title. That is correct. What's with the question in your voice? You said you were I at don't it. know why. I know. I, I, I started up here and I slowly rolled down the hill as I answered that question. <laughs> Erica gave me a look that I looked like I was wrong. Your confidence See, took a nosedive. Right there. <laughs> This one? 
Yeah. That Which, by the way, about- describing my, the way my face looks is such a great, that's such great podcast content. It We're killing is. it. Just killing it today. Just, just, hey, just, I promise Erica looks beautiful. Thank you. But that look, the confidence just pulled me straight down. Speaking of killing it, favorite <laughs> opponent of John Cena, The Rock or Shawn Michaels? Ooh. Am I allowed to choose outside of those two? Host? Sure. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with, oh, God, that's tough. I don't think it's either of those two. Probably. I always like Cena and Angle. I don't know why. I liked, you know, that's I saw it. Cena and Angle, uh, that actually happened in Detroit, too, at Survivor Series. I was at that show, too. Uh, and, uh, I, yeah, I felt like those two always put on a good match, good story. Cena and Angle. Edge would be number two for me. Nate? Oh, uh, I never. I don't think I've ever sat through a full John Cena match. <laughs> <laughs> so i don't have i legitimately don't have an answer to this question it took a long time for him to get over with me he really did so i get i get where you're coming from no like i I mean honestly genuinely i that period of time in wrestling is a big dead spot for me so like i missed all of uh cena's run and punk's run and you know i've been more interested to go back and and you know revisit some of the highlights of someone like punk but less so for john cena but now you can't because Peacock makes that impossible. You are absolutely <laughs> correct, those motherfuckers. Yeah, so it's a little difficult now. I like the implication that you saw the five moves of Doom coming and just went, well, I don't need to see any more of this. <laughs> I mean, my understanding is that if you've seen one one John Cena match, you've seen them all. There I just go. sort of put that at the end of my priorities list, considering sure. that, you know. Once you see one, you've seen them all. He was a personality-driven guy. The matches were never great, but he was so good on the mic and so likable and played well for the kids. That when that's when WWE went soft. And once you've revisited Scott Steiner's, uh, you know, run of matches, then John Cena matches you can get around to. You can see those. I think when I finally got appreciation for him was when I understood how self-aware he was. Yeah. Like, you know, he's this grown ass man playing this like rubber superhero it's a, person. It's a little bit like um, how, when I first saw Shayna Baszler, I absolutely hated her because she was so mean. And then I started to realize, Oh no, that's her character. And she's really goddamn good at it. Uh, Chuck, you were 40 years old. <laughs> well, still me, damn it. <laughs> I was going to, did you think that they, this was real, sir? I Is that who they really mean. are? <laughs> You're mean. I don't like you. <laughs> I didn't like her. She beat up my girl, Kai. <laughs> All right, Justin, your opportunity to sweep the category of main events. The three-point question, Hulk Hogan has main evented WrestleMania the most in its history. For one point each, name three of his opponents. Andre the Giant. That's the obvious one. The Rock. That's two. And Vince McMahon. Yeah. No, that, that tracks. Those names are not all listed. At least in my memory, that tracks. On my... I don't remember the Vince McMahon, but I do remember the other ones. The Mania Rock 19. Mania 19. It was the one right after The Rock. 
It's the one where Vince comes up, he's all bloody, and he comes up. Yeah, for all like the a right, devil. Yeah. Main event, gentlemen. Oh, main event. Okay, uh, all right. Remember, we are, remember the categories that we had agreed main upon events. before even recording. <laughs> main <laughs> events. All right. WrestleMania moments and celebrity appearances. <laughs> we are currently in the main event category. Uh, I will award Justin two points. There are ample others to choose from yes. in this list. Uh, Shawnee, would you like to pass this question along to you next in line, please? Uh, absolutely. Chuck, I think it is your shot. Oh, boy. I'm excited about this. Uh, Ultimate Warrior, Yokozuna, Sergeant Slaughter. Does Yokozuna count as a main event, considering that he came in and stole it from Brett? Technically, yes. Chuck really? That counts as a main event? It, I, yeah. It closed I mean, out the show, brother. Yeah. It's the last, Hogan must pose. It's the last match on the show. Trust me. I don't make, I, well, actually, I do kind of make the rules, but that one, I mean. <laughs> that's that's highly suspect. It was Nathan never promoted as the main event. To tack on some points? Yeah, throw, throw some darts. I think there's still a couple left out there. Yeah, there's still, here, throw it to Nate since he's bitching. That's what I'm Have doing. Have Nate get some bonus points. Oh, I don't give a shit. Oh, that's not, <laughs> oh, really? Really? Yeah. You don't give a shit. Oh, yeah. Come on. I left some for you, some some scraps for you, Nate. Go ahead, throw some darts. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I legitimately don't care. Okay. <laughs> so, how many points, uh, Erica, does the field have as we finish round one? As we close round one, we have Justin and Lee with six points, Chuck with three, Nate yet to get on the board, but he will kick off round two. All right, Nate. I'm going to give you the option. Would you like the category of WrestleMania moments or the category of celebrity appearances? Uh, celebrity appearances is going to be a horrible category for me. So why don't we go with uh, the other one? All right. The other one it is. The one point <laughs> question for WrestleMania moments. In WrestleMania 23, saw Shawn Michaels retire, wink, nature boy Ric Flair. What now infamous line did Michael say before delivering sweet chin music and pinning flair? It's either I love you, I'm sorry, or I'm sorry, I love you. It's one of those two. That is correct. I think we're going to give it to you. Uh, okay. One of the great moments. Uh, every time I see someone get kicked in the groin, I like to post <laughs> a uh, gif of someone getting kicked in the groin with the words, I'm sorry, I'm sorry I love you. I love you. <laughs> Now, I'm picturing Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles a couple years ago with the uppercut. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. That should have that should have been Shinsuke Nakamura's promo on <laughs> the next Raw. What That's is exactly for, instead I'm sorry, of, I love instead you. of yeah instead of I'm sorry I no speak English it should have been I'm sorry I love you it really should have been <laughs> that would have been great that would have been I, awesome I genuinely hope that at some point someone like a Danhausen or someone like the best friends figures out a way to creatively <laughs> use the phrase so it's not some rehash lukewarm garbage in the WWE Sui Mason Ishiteru. <laughs> <laughs> Thank what? you, Google. What's <laughs> Japanese for? I'm sorry, I love you. Oh, oh, wow, <laughs> wow. Damn. So he struggles with New Japan Pro Wrestling names every week, and yet he does the research <laughs> to figure out how to say that. 
Don't worry, our, right. our listeners that uh, know Japanese are also furious that I got that wrong. All right, Nate, for the two points in the WrestleMania moments category, one of WrestleMania's most soap opera-inspired moments was when Macho Man Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth officially made up. At which WrestleMania did this take place? Ooh. Uh... Was that WrestleMania 8? Ooh, I'm sorry. It was not. That was close. Uh, who is the second in points? Is it uh, Mr. Bean? That is Mr. Bean. All right, I'm going to go, go with Mania 7. That is correct yeah. for two right. points. I knew it was either 7 or 8. Um, I, w- I must say before moving on to the third question um, when they reunited I, I highly recommend everyone go back I know it's it's got to be on YouTube because the call from Monsoon and the brain was hilarious because <laughs> <Monsoon laughs> you, you hear your brain, brain going people are crying yeah. it's like people are crying oh my god <laughs> everyone's like oh i could do without all this 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 love stuff and monson going oh i love it it's uh <laughs> it's just it's it's so it's such a great example of how great those two were together yeah uh, has there ever been moment. has there ever been a better pair of commentators than monsoon and brain no ever no, I don't I think mean, I mean, there's some comparably great ones, but I I have such nostalgia for the brain and monsoon every Monday night when wrestling on Monday nights was worth fucking watching. Will uh, you be serious? Will you stop? <laughs> so glad you born, jumped guys. in there because oh, not, shut up. Oh, geez, you have YouTube. Go look this up. Young child. I would. The peacock makes that impossible. Your Huge. your frame of reference for wrestling uh, commentators is Michael Cole. I would shut no. all the way the fuck up right it's now. About, it's about, I just, first of all, I didn't say anything bad about them. I just said it was born. Jim Ross. I had Jim Ross and King. All right, let's move the game along. It's almost just far past time. their heyday. <laughs> <laughs> all right, for three points, Chuck. WrestleMania moments. One of the most epic botches in WrestleMania history took place at WrestleMania 19 when Brock Lesnar's shooting star press went awry. At which venue did this WrestleMania moment take place? This is a real son of a bitch of a question. I got to hand it to you, Erica. I like it. Thank you. Was it Wrigley Field? It was not. Oh, it was not. I know what it is. Son of a bitch. All right. (laughs) Nate, do you know what the answer is? Uh, uh, no, I don't. All right, JV. It would be a uh, Safeco Field in Seattle. That oh. is correct for well, three, points. three points. That's a baseball stadium, guys. I'm a sports yeah. guy. Sorry. <laughs> that's that's why I get like and I was like, son of a bitch. It's Seattle. Can you guys think of any other notable botches in uh, Mania history, or do you want to talk about uh, watching Bork jump onto his own head? I mean, I can name several botches from this week's Monday Night Raw, but uh, <laughs> shout out no. to Riddle. Yeah, well, yeah, Riddle being one of them. The other, the main event graphic that was hilarious. Y'all remember when uh, Sean and Taker uh, Taker went for his 
plancha out of the ring and Sean had to pull a cameraman in front of him and they were about a foot away from where they were supposed yes. to be. Yeah. Woo. Whose yeah. kid was that? That was someone's... Oh, that's one of the Usos. Was it? I'm almost positive if I remember correctly. No, that was it was someone's kid who did just straight up didn't catch Taker and was he was supposed it, to. Was it one of Snooka's sons? It, that, I think that might be correct. That sounds more correct. His uh, is trying Uso to would have been like eight years old. What are we talking about here? What is going on? No, they would have been that young, would they? At that? At what that year? WrestleMania? What year are we talking about? Uh, this is maybe a 26, I think. Oh, yeah, so that would have been years ago. Okay. Yeah. Sim Snooker. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That family's got a history. So I've heard. Burger. <laughs> Anyway, before this goes down a murder hole again, let me just, I guess, recap the points right now. Please. Because, you know, we do love murder, sadly. Anywho, after after two rounds, we got Justin Lee with nine points. Chuck's got five points. Nate with one, but he will kick off round three, which is celebrities. And uh, let me tell you, writing the celebrities category, um, I probably could have done a whole game on just the celebrities who have appeared at WrestleMania because there are some weird ones. Like, yeah, I'm sure this is going to be a, a son of a bitch. No, it's I mean, it's not super easy. I could have I could have been impossible with this. Yeah. For example, did I learned that at WrestleMania 2, one of the judges of the uh, boxing match between Piper and Mr. T was uh, Watergate mastermind G. Gordon Liddy who just died. Wait, why? I, well, I know for a while, like he, he did have a second life as like a uh, radio show host, but the fact that like, Ugh. yeah, I know, but like I'm going, through, all take the, anybody I'm going through the list of celebrities. I'm like, G Gordon Liddy. What the <laughs> hell? That's the gag is that he's super corrupt, but you're also get to like pay him some money. So as the promoter, you're supporting the super corrupt. <laughs> I guess you stupid fucking marks. <laughs> yeah, I covered up that murder and we I'll had, do it again. We had Danny <laughs> Davis as a referee. So, but, but, by the way, speaking, speaking of uh, uh, Superfly Jimmy Snuka, over the weekend, I found a commercial, an old commercial for wrestling action figures, which featured both Superfly Jimmy Snuka and the Iron Sheik and like back to back. And I'm like, those are not the two people to have around children. The Iron Iron Sheik, I guarantee you just smoked crack and you have an actual murderer. This is horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Sheiky baby. Did anybody anybody see the Iron Sheik's uh, April Fool's joke? No. No, what was it? On oh, Twitter, man. in all caps, uh, Hulk Hogan, best human in world. <laughs> <laughs> you know, God bless Sheik. He, at least he's consistent. Yeah, he's got one joke. And boy, oh, boy, is he great at telling it. Every day on Twitter for the yeah. last 10 years. Buy that merch. All right. 
The category of celebrity appearance is an eight. For one point. Oh, boy. Super Bowl champion, notorious doofus dude bro, Rob Gronkowski, hosted WrestleMania 36 last year. However, this wasn't Grok's first appearance at a WrestleMania. He famously got involved in a gimmick match at WrestleMania 33. Which gimmick gimmick match was it? I don't have the slightest idea. That guy's a fucking idiot, and the less that I have to see him on television, the better. I'm sorry, that is not the correct gimmick match. Um, no, but it might. It's the correct sentiment. You can admit that. <laughs> I certainly can. I certainly can. Uh, Erica, who do we go to next? Uh, we are going to Mr. Chuck Bean. Uh, WrestleMania 35, the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Uh. Yeah, I guess you get the point, although I just said it was at WrestleMania 33, and you corrected me (laughs) with the incorrect answer. Uh, That is the the Andre. Is there is there a less, uh, you know, um, the WWE has chosen to devalue almost every possible accolade that it has ever given out. Uh, Is there any more (laughs) uh, devalued? Is there anything worth less than winning the Andre the Giant battle royal i mean considering that they've now completely like uh like completely alienated it from wrestlemania like it's on smackdown now it's gonna be on smackdown this week so enjoy that uh yeah no that that means absolutely nothing the trophy was absolutely ridiculous it just looked like they had a chocolate andre the giant on top of it it was I like bad. chocolate Andre the Giant, Chuck. It was bad. <laughs> Every, everything about it was bad. And no, like, has, has WWE ever done a battle royale well outside of the Royal Rumble? Oh, well, there's a, there's a, a I mean, uh, I wish I could name one off the top of my I mean, head. Back in 83. Some, I mean, there, there was, there was like the gimmick battle royal where you had like, yeah, brother love. That oh, was yeah. kind of fun, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But like outside of that, like, no, this it just wastes time and nobody wants to see it. Nobody cares. It gets 20 guys on the card that didn't have main events. Gets a bunch of people on the card that get a payday. Except and like, they're on SmackDown now. So do they? <laughs> yeah, they don't even get well, that. They get paid there. I don't look. That's, I, yeah. I don't know I, what to I tell mean, you, Nate. I don't, I, nobody really knows how the pay structure works in WWE anymore, and including the people to. who work for them. Going back the to worst gimmick that isn't the exploding barbed wire death match. Um, That's fair. Worst gimmick? Um, when I, when, like a, like you know an accolade that that just set, doesn't yeah. pay off. Yo, remember the, the set, bright green greatest Royal Rumble belt? Oh, that. Oh was yeah, ugly. that's pretty garbage. When I think of devalued, though, I think of something that was once meant a lot, and then now it's nothing, and that's the King of the Ring. Right? That's a good. That's a good answer. That's a good, I I do have another one. I think uh, King of the Ring might beat me out. Um, remember when the Slammy Awards actually meant something? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't. You I missed don't. that point. Point of wrestling. They had right? a yeah, ceremony. It, it there would was be on a wrong. ceremony. <laughs> and then they the had on Raw every year. Was and like it was a like a special on USA. Yeah, I remember when it was hosted by Todd Pentengale and the woman with the huge teeth. Well, that arrows it down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what her name was. She hosted the first in your house and then she disappeared. Stephanie something? I don't know. Sure. <laughs> Let's go we'll, with that. We, we add, sure. We, Stephanie we'll, something. Yeah. 
for two points, Stephanie something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move along. Chuck, you've stolen the category. Uh, I have. For two points, two celebrities have actually main evented WrestleMania. Name them. I will give you one point each. Oh, wow. Uh, hmm. I don't know if it counts as a main event, but I'm going to say Floyd Mayweather uh, and Mr. T. You got one correct, sir. That's that's fine. I'll take it. I'm going to pass it on to Nate, and I'm going to give the hint. He very well may have smoked crack with the Iron Sheik. <laughs> that, would, that has to be LT. That is correct. Right, <laughs> Lawrence Taylor. You <laughs> <laughs> gave it right away. Oh, man. I'm, oh, I'm good like, he gave him the biggest clue in the world. Yeah, he may have spoken crack. I'm like, well, we all know who it is now. Well, yeah. Now, yeah, we for sure know who it is. Um, oh, jeez. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, that, that, that main event with Bam Bam was, uh, was not great, was it? No, it was not. No. No, Bam Bam, um, Bam Bam Bigelow main evented a WrestleMania and well, still, and no one can really explain why, like, he, like LT, LT was a big deal in like the Northeast and literally like nowhere else. Like he was a he, like to football fans, he was a big deal. And that may seem like a big deal until you remember that WrestleMania is like a worldwide event and right. people outside of America could not give half of a fuck about football yeah. at all. So to like anyone not within uh, let's let's be generous. North America, anyone not within North America was like, who the fuck is this asshole? <laughs> I, I will say like there were similar reactions when Gronk got involved in the the battle royal, uh, like uh, well Nate you watch a lot of the the British YouTuber uh, wrestling guys I so uh, but I, I the common thread was like what's a Gronk, what's <laughs> what is it yeah what is this man yeah, yeah. I, I mean it, it, WWE can be pretty short sighted in terms of its uh, it, its its guests when it comes to that kind of stuff, you know, like I, like Cindy Lauper, I get right, like hundred percent. That's like worldwide appeal, rock and wrestling, like that makes sense. Um, you know, a lot of the music guests that they've gotten in over time make a lot of sense, right? But just right. like. The, Especially Limp Biscuit. Yeah. I mean, for the time, like, honestly, name a bigger band in, in that moment. You know Very what true. I mean? Yeah. Like, like it, it, it kind of fit like Limp Biscuit was the biggest thing in the world at the same time that wrestling was the biggest thing in the world. Why not throw the two terrible things together? <laughs> so it's, you know, like I, Reese's I, peanut butter cup out of a toilet. Yeah, kind of like wow. it's it's not it's it's not pleasant. Um, But uh, but yeah, like, I don't know. I, I've just I've never gotten the celebrity, especially sports celebrity like fighting. I get MMA boxing. Totally understand. Mike Tyson elevated the whole fucking DX storyline for sure. But yeah. what did LT bring to the fucking table? Absolutely right. nothing. Well, and music, music celebrities make even less sense, right? Like you got, you know, even this year with Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. Up, yeah, that's you true. Know, you know, I mean, like, it, just, Go ahead. it just doesn't make any sense, you know, 
whether or not he's good, it doesn't matter. You know, it, it, it doesn't make any sense. He's taking a match from fucking Damian Priest, right? Like, basically, I yeah, think like Damian Priest is, is in his corner. I think what yeah. it comes down to is that when the WWE finds out somebody with a level of celebrity has wanted to do this their entire life, they're more than willing to let them live their dream, uh, you know, at least for a second. And if they're any good, then for much longer than a second. That's, That's sweet, why we're but... dealing with a Paul brother at the moment. It's, true. it's very true. All right. Let's keep rolling, 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 rolling. What? <laughs> uh, for Come three on. points, Nate, you have reclaimed okay. the category. Liberace famously appeared at WrestleMania one as a guest timekeeper. He was escorted to the ring by an iconic dance group. Name that dance group. Name that dance group. <laughs> what? I'm uh, such an asshole, I, and I'm not sorry. This wrestling game show. Name you that got dance five. Group. Name that dance group. Um, I don't. Fuck. I. I. Paula Abdul's backup dancers. I don't fucking know. Those were animated <laughs> cats, sir. No. I will give. Nate- damn it! You're right. That was MC Scat Cat. God damn it. <laughs> I, I will give Nate one point for invoking Paula Abdul and MC Scat Cat no. kind of inadvertently. So no, Nate will get uh, one point. Now, does that dance group go by the name Paula Abdul's backup dance group? Like <laughs> She makes I the bed and he steals the covers. Yeah, like you'd think they'd come up with something a little more creative, but then we you know, just roll with it. right? All right, Chuck, I believe that you get the second crack at this one still. Was it the Rockettes? It was. It was indeed the Rockettes. Good job. Yeah. The Rockettes have existed my entire life. I'm not sure who they're for, but God bless them. They are are they famous? Do they qualify as famous? Yeah, the Rockettes are a big deal. Okay. Uh, uh, they're they're out, they're the, based out of Radio City Music Hall. They travel every Christmas for that goddamn nutcracker show. So yeah. yeah so does uh fucking Mannheim steamroller. I'm not sure that they necessarily qualify as famous. Well, now, they've never been listen. at WrestleMania. It could have been a, the Rockettes question or the G. Gordon Liddy question. I figured <laughs> everyone, there may have been a chance someone in this goddamn group knew who the Rockettes were. And I was right. Chuck Bean knew. So way to go, did. Chuck. You knew he would be the one. Well, no, I don't know. You could know things. Look at all the salt know. in the panel. I've actually seen the Rockettes as a child. Okay. I know who the fuck they are. I'm just saying they don't necessarily meet the bar of celebrity that uh, Liberace sets. It was a three-point question, Nate, and you also should get a bonus point for answering the question. The Rockets are for a young Nate Bender. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, Nate does get an additional point for this Rockets rant. Is this is this a ruling from the host? Oh no, I don't think I should have that power. Okay, well then, <laughs> oh, wow. nope, nope. What point a guy. For Nate. I'm what just noting that he has completely abdicated that responsibility for all future hosting endeavors. Ah. <laughs> all right. Good luck holding that down. <laughs> all right. We are now at our final fall, everybody. How very exciting. Woo! Can we do a round of applause? 
Yeah. Woo. Uh, would you like me to recap the points, sir? Oh, I sure would. I sure okay. would. As we head into the final fall, which, by the way, if you hated that Rockettes question, oh, you're going to hate the final fall big time. Uh, in the lead, we got Mr. Chuck Bean with 10 points, Justin with nine, Nate with three. Still very much anyone's game because this question sucks. And I don't care what you guys say. I think it's fantastic. I like the jump front about it. I think it's fantastic. Thank you. Without a doubt, one of the biggest WrestleMania moments of all time came at WrestleMania 30 when the Undertaker streak came to a shocking end thanks to Bork Lesnar. Bork Chesner. Bork Chesner. The moment lingered and really sucked the energy out of the Superdome for the next match, which was the Vicky Guerrero Invitational match for the then WWE Divas Championship. (laughs) 14 women took part in that match, which lasted a paltry six minutes and 48 seconds. Uh, That's like 100 times longer than the Shayna Baszler match. Uh, For five points each, name the women who took part in the Vicky Guerrero Invitational match. Woo. We're going to go ahead and do this round robin style. And uh, who has the least amount of points, Erica? Uh, Mr. Nate Bender is in third. He will kick us off. Uh, would Was you it- uh, Would you like me to mark down the names for posterity, or do you have a pen? I, ready I, to go, I think we're ready to go. I think we're ready. Can you move right, that paper a little closer? Because I'm a <laughs> goddamn professional, Chuck. I've I've never professed to be a professional anything. All right, Nate. One of 14 women who took part in the Vicky Guerrero Invitational match at WrestleMania 30. Oh, God. This is... This is congratulations. This is a, a Yeah, this is, this is a horrible question. <laughs> um, oh, We're all going to strike out. Oh, man. I'm trying to think of, like, who was on the roster but not important enough. <laughs> To like really be featured, that would have to be hidden in a battle royal. Um, and why'd they name it after Vicky Guerrero? That's the thing that keeps confusing me. I can't remember that either. Um, he kept saying, Excuse me, until they put her on the WrestleMania card in any capacity. Whatsoever. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, oh, god damn it, Maria Canellis. I'm sorry, Nate. That's strike oh. one. Strike one. All right, Rough. Chuck. Oh, no, next or is oh, Justin next? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Chuck, you stole the lead with the last. I, yeah, I, no, I got this game on lock. Yeah, it's because I, I haven't gotten asked the question since round two. It's cool. Hey, giving you credit for anything, <laughs> Chuck. All right, Justin Valentine. This was seven years ago. You were a very, 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 very young child, but you were alive. <laughs> Can you name one of the 14 <laughs> women who appeared at the Vicky Guerrero Invitational match at WrestleMania 30? <laughs> I'm going to guess Layla. That is correct, sir. Well done. For five points. For five points. Well done. All right, Chuck. You're up. Uh, I believe the winner of that match was AJ Lee. I have no idea who won that match, but AJ Lee was involved. And looking at this roster, I'm going to say she should have. She did win. Excellent. Excellent. (laughs) All yeah, right, so Nate. they did have a legit outcome. Uh, <laughs> He's so upset with this, <laughs> this question. Alicia Fox? Oh, come on. Foxy Brown was indeed in this match. The captain. The captain. I am your captain. 
I hate her stupid hat. <laughs> yeah, that's just a bad person. All right. Who's next? We're going to <laughs> Justin Valentine. Uh, I'm going to go Michelle McCool. I'm sorry. Michelle McCool was not in that match. Oh, that's fascinating. That would have been one of my guesses. Uh, how about Santina Morella? Oh, shut up. Nope. I am sorry, Chuck. Oh, I was going to be so bad if that was right. I could have swore she was in that match. No, you're thinking. She was not. 25, uh, I think you're thinking of. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Before we go to Nate, I just want to say all three of you have one strike each. So keep that in mind moving forward. All right. Uh, Yes. I mean, Natalia had to be around at that point. She's been around <laughs> there for like 50 years. You had doing this, right? That is correct. Oh, hey. shit, yes. Woo-hoo. Back in the game, Nate Bender. JB? Um, WrestleMania 30. Uh, they had some legit names. Uh, Rebella. That is correct. I'm going to steal Nikki Bella right out from under you there, Nate. Also correct. Oh, I hate you all. How many names? How many names do we have? I'll write down the names so I can do. Uh, oh my god! I I, I it's a real I've literally run out of names. So, it is. Uh, oh oh! Uh, nobody's meaner than Taminer. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> Nice. Except maybe Tamina's dad. <laughs> um, all right. JV. Uh, um, uh, uh, but, uh, um. Fire up them brain cells. Come on. Uh, pay, uh, Paige. No, no. Unfortunately. Just, Not there. Oh, I think just a bit before Paige. Was it um, Oh, it was maybe. Trying to think of who the low-hanging fruit still is in this match. Uh, you don't need to insult these women, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> How about Maurice? Is Maurice still there? Maurice was not involved in this match. Oh, good guess. Good guess. <laughs> <sighs> Who's the chick with the red hair? Because I, 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 because narrow, narrow it down. <laughs> well, it wasn't Maria Canellis, so I know that we are, one. We've established that, yeah, for sure. <laughs> he is confident there was a girl with red hair in this match, right? No, she was in the marketing material like long after she was no longer with the company. I remember seeing her on the uh, yeah. semis. I know who you're talking about. Uh, was it? Oh, uh. Eva uh, Eva Marie that is correct holy shit she was in the match too that's fantastic oh man keep in mind Um, Justin and Chuck you have two strikes okay um yeah I cannot that whole era for women's wrestling is a blur for me right now. That's okay. It was a blur for the people living through it too. That's fair. Um, oh God, this is, I, I can't even come up with a name right now. 
Uh, uh, that, uh, uh, <laughs> Chuck. Jazz. I don't know. It's wrong. Jazz. So no, Jazz is correct. Just to get a guess out there. Uh, show me Beth Phoenix. No, sir. Ooh, brutal. Nate. All right. That's my third. Ivory? No, I'm sorry. Oh. That's his past Ivory. That's his second now, correct? Yeah. That is so, that is Nate's second strike. Both gentlemen, Chuck and Justin, have uh, hit their three-strike threshold. Yeah, so it's all uh, I get one more, yep. is what you're telling me. But you don't need it, sir. So you miraculously. No. Yes, sir. You did. You did. You done did it. Wow. Aren't you impressed with yourself? No, because I literally (laughs) did not study at all this week. I was so disgusted after AEW. I was just like, I'm done paying wrestling any attention. (laughs) I'm shocked. I'm actually shocked. Well, congratulations, sir. You've won your first title under a host that is paying attention to the rules and making sure that all of this is on the square. What do you have to say to your opponents? Nana, nana, boo, boo, stick your head and do, do. <laughs> That's Very right, adult. Chuck, you especially. Very adult. <laughs> uh, is there anything that you'd like to, uh, you didn't, did you literally not watch wrestling this week? Um, no, I, honestly, um, um, uh, here's the one thing I do want to fucking harp on. Why in the fuck did AEW take all of the heat that the pinnacle had and destroy it in two weeks? That was a program that could have built and built and built and built and it could have led all the way into double or nothing, but they, it's done. Now the pinnacle are done. Matt MJF spit out toilet water on national television. They have killed that group deader than dead. I'm so disappointed by the lame booking decisions of AEW. I, that I like, I, I was I, like, there were two things I was hanging on to in AEW. The pinnacle seemed awesome and Eddie Kingston. And they wrote Eddie Kingston the fuck off of television and killed the pinnacle. Man, am I fucking low on this company right now? Yeah. It, it's weird. It's weird with AEW though, because uh, you know, there's sometimes where they're dragged storylines out, and then the storylines that should be dragged out a little bit, like we just jumped the gun with, you know. Uh, the uh, inner circle coming back and right. doing that. Like that would have been a badass segment a couple months from now. Yes, I agree. You know what I'm saying? Because the I segment agree. itself, if you just focus on that, that was, that was, uh, that was brutal. That was intense. I loved it. Weeks from now, a month from now. Yeah. Let, yeah. Let Leading, go, like, like if that up. was, if that was on a go home show to a pay-per-view, cool. Yeah. All right. That's that now both sides have some heat, especially with the way that Dax got busted open. Yeah, and he did legitimately. And that was ugly. Oh, yeah. I saw the, the photos of the uh, stitches on Twitter the next day. But that 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 honestly, it killed any of my excitement for AEW. And it's sort of like, oh, is Kingston on? No. Now, I guess I'm not watching. Do you guys it, think it, they it sucks. The, do you think they might have jumped the gun on it because we're in Mania Week? 
No, because they're not I, they're not counter programming mania or NXT at all. Right. I think it's just and a it's, storytelling philosophy difference. Um yeah. I, I was listening to uh your boy Clownette having like a very similar, you know, he was speaking on this as well. And I'm not saying that, you know, I mean, this is a, this is a legitimate school of thought to have. Um, but I, you know, like it was a great moment, but that just means that they have to work really, really hard to keep having great moments up until the pay-per-view. It's not like this is that's a true, blow off right? moment, um, but I, I, I get it. You don't like the pacing and that's, that's legitimate. Um well, and I don't think it was a jump the gun because it's WrestleMania week because it's not breaking news that this is WrestleMania week. Right. They, yeah. They've known that. So, you know, going into this, it should have been ideally written out for weeks and weeks to come, knowing when WrestleMania is and deciding whether or not you're going to do something big for WrestleMania week, which I actually like that they didn't do anything big for WrestleMania week because this week is going to be a lot for wrestling fans. Yeah. So the fact that AEW is kind of chill, to just know actually, that you're taking a back seat and just accept it for that week. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of cool. It, it, and it's easier on wrestling fans because you got two nights of takeover, two nights of mania, SmackDown's doing some type of BS mania thing, the Hall of Fame. So if AEW tried to give us a pay-per-view caliber dynamite, that would that would just feel like overkill. And it, it's obviously not fair to them because it's a different company. Yeah. I, I would say I would say, though, it, uh, I would have a different I would have a way different opinion of that if it was not like if we weren't in a pandemic still, because um, one of the really cool things about Mania Week is the way that the different promotions sort of converge on whatever city mania oh, yeah. is happening yeah. in. And so it becomes this sort of like like for like five days, it's like this wrestling Mecca. And, and you would think that AEW, or you would hope that AEW would want to actually be a part of like genuinely be a part of that. Um, so I hope that, you know, when things get back to normal, they do step it up uh, during mania week. But I think you're right. Um, it, it has been nice to have them sort of take the, the foot off the gas a little bit, but I still think that this is one of the worst booking decisions that they've made so far. Erica, speaking of big booking decisions, WrestleMania week, how about pretty boy, Will Ospreay? Oh, I mean, let's put a pin in that for a hot second. Okay. Uh, one, uh, AEW, I think, is doing some sort of, I don't know if it's going to be like a house show, like on Friday. Mm -hmm. They are doing something um, to attract, you know, to give wrestling fans something else to do other than WWE <laughs> stuff. Uh, just because, I mean, who knows if people were able to get tickets to the hall of fame and well shoot right. i don't know how they did the hall of fame this year because they they pre-taped it so i don't think they had any fans there and last i last i heard there were still uh at least a thousand tickets that were left for mania well i mean and you know you kind of can't blame them for that we're still in the throes of a pandemic oh no i'm so. not saying i'm not saying that as a criticism i'm just as an observation right. if you handed me a wrestlemania ticket this year i would say thank you but no thank you yeah i wouldn't want you, right you there chuck because according to all the tests you're covid positive well <laughs> yeah, that, i wouldn't get in the door it's a little little wrinkle there but uh go back to what uh shawnee just said i was i was stunned uh when osprey won that match just because it seemed like Abushi 
was built for years. They built up to him being a champion for, it seems like two years and his title run was four months tops. Um, So I shocked. Um, I'm excited to see what happens next, but I, 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 I'm just kind of, I was just kind of stunned. I don't necessarily agree with the decision to take the belt off him just, just yet, but I, you know, New well, here's Japan. the reality. The reality that I'm choosing to live in is the one in which belt collector Kenny eventually faces Abushi. And if Abushi doesn't have the titles and Abushi's the one who goes over at the end of all this, which would be sort of AEW paying the ultimate, um, token of respect to the longer lasting company would being willing to participate in this. Uh, that will equally be an amazing moment. So that's, I'm, I'm choosing to make that my reality, even though we have no fucking idea. I, 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 I agree. You know, I, I have to have faith in the long-term booking because it all has to be kind of connected somehow. We just, we just don't fucking know yet. So, um, but you know, I, I don't what, know. What, I- I don't know that the 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 decision making in New Japan right now between, you know, this decision and that new belt. Yeah, uh, that belt. uh. The the belt was fine. Mm. Like the belt was fine. Mm. It took it paid homage to like previous styles. It kind of was a hybrid. Mm. I'm sorry if you're gonna if you're gonna look at me on this zoom screen and criticize the belt design after seeing all the corporate dreck we've had to deal with in the wwe and be like meh nah i don't like it kiss my fat ass how about that <laughs> to be fair I've though never, everyone expected I, I, greatness I, everyone expected this to be the best belt in in the world or at least in contention and it is certainly not that yeah, I think I think the thing that is what's outrageous about it is the fact that we lost two amazingly designed belts in favor of a mediocre design. That's my I think that's the biggest problem that I have. Okay. And, I mean, you know, like I, I I I by the way, I I I need to put this out there. I have never once said WWE has ever had good belt design ever. Like uh, the the most that I said is that I preferred the new US championship to the old one which yeah. was fucking horrendous. So yeah. I'm I'm I've never been one the, uh, the last great WWE belt in my opinion the was the double eagle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the US spinner belt. It, no, god no. <laughs> I thought that platinum ECW belt looked real nice. I, listen, I, I'm I'm a yeah. fan of the AEW championship. I think now that the IWGP uh, and Intercontinental Championships have gone away, that AEW has the best looking belt in wrestling right now. That's fascinating because I feel like the new IWGP championship is as pretty as an AEW belt, but somehow the shape is more pleasing to me. Oh, the shape well, looks see, like I, Cody's neck tattoo. 
Yeah, I don't like the yeah. shape. That's what I don't like about. That's what turned me off of that. It was like it was the, shape. the shape is awkward to me for a belt. Yeah, you know. And and the thing is too, like Erica, you're right. Like WWE has not given us anything to you know love about anything. But for the other wrestling promotions, and this really goes for anything, we shouldn't be okay with mediocre because WWE has been giving us mediocre. These right. other pro- these other promotions, in one way or another, are trying to step in and in you know to wrestling fans and say granted it's not an all-out war of course no one's going out of business anytime soon but it's a ratings thing and it's obviously like we we're creative over here we could give you what wwe refuses to that's the which is earthquakes during the event right so like every promotion is trying to give that so when they when something like this comes out if it's shit it's shit you know everything outside of wwe In my opinion, we want professional wrestling, and this is some sports entertainment crap. Yeah, that's like sort of what it speaks to me. If you're going to compare, you know, and a and a and a you know plus or minus, you know, is it is it more professional wrestling or is it 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 feels much more like a WWE thing? So it feels less professional wrestling. Um, you know, whatever. That's not the worst crime ever. Um, Yeah. But uh, Abushi not having the belt is going to be very interesting. This has yeah, got to be trans- if Osprey is not a uh, transitional champion, I I'm going to be highly skeptical going Listen, into Wrestle Kingdom next year. I'm just saying, on Will Osprey's shoulder between the new IWGP Championship and the Rev Pro belt, Rev Pro looks better. Fair. <laughs> Fair, but you know, it's, you know, traditionalist versus, you know, it's it's purely subjective, purely subjective. True. All right. Uh, Chuck JV, each of you still have an opportunity to present your final uh, thoughts. Do you want to um, talk about something that has happened this week or break down? Uh, Chuck, do you want to give your thoughts on WrestleMania and then JV, you can give your, you know, I mean, like, cause you know, you're doing podcasts like a mug now um you're you're very professional you're you're like a big boy analyst so why don't we go out with that so let's chuck you go first and then let jv hit him with that good stuff uh it's gonna be an intense week of wrestling uh last week on the show nate uh said that nxt is probably his least favorite show and that's fine he's entitled to that opinion but i gotta say uh, having the time to watch all the wrestling in the last couple of weeks, thanks to a uh, a, a COVID scare or an outbreak, um, NXT is kind of my favorite show now. Not watching Raw and SmackDown last week and then catching NXT and AEW. Super, super into the arcade anarchy match. So happy to see Chris Statlander come back. And there were yeah. so many fun spots in that match. Yeah. Um, but NXT is it's it's intense. Uh, they're building to a, uh, a takeover that I'm looking forward to, almost match to match. And uh, there's going to be some fun stuff on WrestleMania week. I think what we're missing as far as uh, watching wrestling, whether it's Raw or WrestleMania now, is that it's used to be a social thing. We would all get together and we would talk over the commentary and we would have a fun time and it would be right. social. And we don't get a whole lot of that anymore unless you you know hang out over Zoom. And that's what I plan to do this week uh, as far as WrestleMania is concerned. So uh, I love NXT takeovers card. I will say, I feel like there's not enough content there for two nights. Uh, I get the vibe because WrestleMania is two nights and such, but I feel like it's going to take away from the show in a sense. This could have just been one really good night. Uh, yeah. 
when it comes to the match. And it's awkward too because night one's on USA as well. Night two is not. So like you know, it's just a weird vibe with that. And then as for WrestleMania, you know, I said it last week. Stories aside, the match card is stacked. It really is, and I am banking on that to uh, give us two good nights. And way back when in December, we talked about Royal Rumble after the crap that WWE gave us in 2020, the new year, this is, you can kind of move on from that, so on and so forth. That's not the way WWE works, right? WrestleMania is their new season, right? This is the regroup, right? So give us two good nights. The night after WrestleMania, this is their shot to really start giving us good shit, especially on a raw, of course, which needs it most, but this is their shot to really start over. You have a damn solid, good card on for both nights of WrestleMania. Let those matches deliver. Don't fuck it up, which isn't a simple thing for WWE as late. And then let's start over the night after WrestleMania and let this be the revamp that WWE has needed since the pandemic started. Man, the Dallas up. I don't remember. I don't remember numbers very well. But the WrestleMania in Dallas had the follow up Raw that was like we were calling Wrestle Christmas for years. Yeah, because it was like everyone from NXT came up. It was like uh, literally every as like base uh, your basic smark of that moment. Basically, the entire card was booked to make me happy, and it was amazing i loved it looked forward to it next year and realized it was either dumb luck or vince mcmahon thought it would be funny to give me one good show and then garbage the next year so what are you going to do with that but uh i love finn balor right now i think that storyline the big title in nxt is fabulous besides that nothing has really grabbed me but i haven't watched a ton night two of uh takeover is the one i'm going to watch and it has a chance to convince me to check out NXT on Tuesday nights. It's like sort of make or break. Go, Justin. Uh, and one thing too, for the night after WrestleMania, that is going to be a little different this year, I think, and should be is I don't think we're going to get a lot of call-ups like we normally do. NXT no, roster. They can't afford it at this point. Wrestle um, Christmas is over and has yeah. been for a couple of years. And, well, and even, then- but even these last couple of years, we got some form of it, right? Last year, Bianca Belair came up and, you know, right. so they got, we got some form of it. I don't think there should be any, the, that roster can't afford it unless within the two nights of takeover, you are getting a ton of debut, not a ton, but multiple debuts for both the women's and men's side of things. Cause you can't afford to lose anybody to the main roster right now. I was just thinking about Russell Christmas last, uh, last night and about the fact that we have gone from the raw after WrestleMania being the absolute can't miss show of the year to, I would rather find out. I missed a really good show this year when it comes to Monday night raw, I would rather be on Twitter and be like, Oh shit, things happened. Well, and it's going to be interesting. What does WWE do for the night after WrestleMania moments, because they can't really rely on NXT call-ups right now. Yeah, and that's going to go back to the Thunderdome, right? There's no reason. Yeah, the Thunderdome's moving locations because baseball season started, so they can't stay in Tampa. But uh, that Thunderdome is sticking around for a little bit now. So still no fans, which will deflate. Correct. You know, like it'll feel very. Yeah. You know, th- I think they're doing all right work with the piped in audio, but I'm fundamentally annoyed by piped in audio. So it's, you know, that's, it's sort of, uh, you know, what do you do? I guess. Um, all right. Is there anything else anyone wants to say before we ride off into the sunset? 
No, man, there's a, as I tell people every week, there's a lot of wrestling. Uh, you don't have to watch all of it, but if something intrigues you, watch it, man, because this is the week that WrestleMania specifically is when you can tell how good or bad the product is, you know, yeah. for years to come. And uh, this, this is the make or break for this particular season of wrestling for, you know, what wrestling is in April of 2021. Well said, Chuck. We should consider allowing you to be the host one day. Maybe someday. Uh, maybe when I got my chops. Can you tell everybody where they can find you on uh, the internet? You can find me on the Nerd Radio Podcast. You can also find me on the Talk Horror to Me show with our uh, newly crowned host, Mr. Shawnee Constant. And uh, I believe I'm supposed to be on the JV pay-per-view pod for this year's uh, WrestleMania this week. Uh, let me take this uh, particular opportunity to publicly turn JV down and say that I will not be on his pod. I'll talk to you tomorrow, right, Justin? Right. Yeah, I think so. Okay. All right, cool. Right, cool. Uh, you can find me online at uh, on Twitch, twitch.tv backslash C-H-Z-U-C-K. Well, you could have worked that over into uh, the JV pay-per-view pod, but you... Uh, Took it himself. Uh, Justin, what do you got to say and where can people find you? Uh, social media at JV underscore sports underscore talk, jvsportstalk.com, and it's the JV Sports Talk pay-per-view pod. Uh, and yes, whether he likes it or not, Chuck Bean is my guest for WrestleMania. Uh, two episodes this week, though. Uh, NXT TakeOver. I have my guy Virtus on with me to talk about that. And then the Shout WrestleMania episode. Yeah. Uh, great guy. Hopefully get, get him on here one time. And uh, also uh, Friday morning, the WrestleMania episode will drop on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Follow uh, the podcast at PPV underscore pod. Outstanding. And Nate Bender. Whether he likes it or not, are you going to kidnap Chuck to have him on your podcast? <laughs> he, you know what? He happily said yes, despite all the shit he gives me for that show. He happily said yes to be my. Are guest. you sure? Is... Blink twice if you need help, Chuck. <laughs> there is no record of what Justin is saying right now. There is uh, messages. You can find me online at Nate Benderama and, uh, of course, streaming live over at twitch.tv slash limit break radio uh tuesdays thursdays fridays and of course saturdays at 4 p.m for the one fall show super universe mode make sure you check it out over on twitch or on youtube yeah i had fun in the chat room this week uh i think that what i'm going to do is rather than participate uh on the mic side is i'm going to come home from the clinic get stoned and chat with people in the S chat room so if you want to chat about either super universe world or uh actual wrestling world uh come hang out that sounds like a rad idea and uh yeah it, it's a it's a really good time we had white what might be the best mr bean match that we've ever had this week you should sure. check it out over on youtube yeah i think this extra day's got to be good for you right uh nate because you must have blown your voice out you were you were i did <laughs> i did i did i was like legit i was legit uh i, I that that match popped me for real like yeah. i i was we were screaming out that match and there was a match or two before that either on aew or on nxt that uh we were screaming about oh yeah some really good stuff on super universe this week I was kind of disappointed because we didn't get shitty and grin Dave Mastiff, but it's true. That's just me. <laughs> Erica, anything you want to say going into uh, WrestleMania this year? And um, where can people find you online? 
Uh, I mean, let, you know, get comfortable. It's it's going to be a long week. A lot of wrestling. So uh, stock up on all your caffeinated beverages of choice. And uh, yeah, let's have some fun. I'm sure there's going to be some outstanding wrestling. We'll see uh, how everything wraps up and goes into the new season. Uh, other than that, uh, people can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Erica underscore Bannis. All right. And I've been your host, Shawnee Constant. You can find me uh, on uh, the Talk Horror to Me podcast. And you can find me on Twitter at Shawnee Constant and at One Fall Show. You can find me on Instagram at Shawnee.Constant. Thank you, everyone, for checking in this week. I hope you had fun. I know that I did, except for the parts that I was looking into the dead eyes of Chuck Bean on the other end of this Zoom call. He's got dead eyes, like a doll's eyes. <laughs> you know what we didn't do? And this is, I think, officially post-show. Um, we never named the other wrestlers that were in the battle. Oh, shit. In the invitation oh, no, we didn't. that uh, we All didn't right. get. Which we miss? Well, before we go, BT Dub, Nate, you ended up with 23 points. Chuck had 20. Justin had 19. What's wow. Oh, how oh, because each name up? was worth five points. Yes, yes how sir. How did you get right? He well, he only had two strikes, so yeah. hence. But well, we had a large. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not questioning one, two, anything. I three, just four. Shocked. He got four correct. God yeah. damn. Okay. Twenty. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because uh, we were up by ten. Yeah, that's. Damn. Everyone, give you your uh, your elevator pitch for why this. Uh, person named should be the returning champion at WWE. Oksana. <laughs> say her as a joke and I said no. Fuck. <laughs> and I swear I had that name in my head. I was just telling Amy the other night she was asking about some women's wrestler when we were watching that special of the best 50 wrestlers. I was like, you know what? That era is a goddamn blur to me. I don't even yeah. know who that is. How about Cameron, Chuck? Cameron. Oh, yeah. Oh, Naomi's. Oh, yeah. Oh, Abby's fuck. Naomi Naomi's probably got to be on there, too. Was there. Naomi was on that list. Uh, yes. When they were the Funkadactyls. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who's the next person they're going to use somebody call my mama for? Somebody call my mama. Who knows? Emma. Emma. Oh, yeah. Emma. I don't know who that is. I would say I miss no, Emma, but I see her on Impact every Tuesday moving to Thursday nights. Uh, you're the only one. All right. No, <laughs> you're not. I'm with you, Chuck. Mendez, Rosa Mendez. Rosa Mendez. Rosa Mendez. Mm. See, I knew those names. I would. I would. It would I can't pop picture. Her. Yeah, I don't. I, just, I don't know who that is. I know the name, but I can't picture. And Summer Rae. <laughs> oh Summer yeah, that's Ray. right. Fucking God Fandango. damn it. Who? Fandango. Summer Rae. Oh, Fandango. Fandango's girl. That's right. I will right. say, Erica, have you got any show titles? I do have some show titles. Uh, Justin, your hand is raised. What's up? No, I was just going to say, I really love the vibe of Shawnee hosting and Chuck on the panel. <laughs> <laughs> I really love the vibe on the show. All right. You guys in those roles. I'm just throwing that one out there. Fair. That's fair. I'm willing to take as much shit as Shawnee's willing to throw. So it's yeah, all good. just the whole vibe. Like you guys both, I think, fit well in those roles. Not that you were bad in the roles pre previous, so yes, that's what he, it's exactly what <laughs> that's he's exactly saying. Exactly what Chuck. it means. No, I get it. It's fine. This is his <laughs> revenge after all those <laughs> all those times you buried his podcast. What do you got, Erica? 
All right. Uh, show titles. It's, let me just kind of skim over this. Um, it's a very WrestleMania podcast, Charlie Brown. Uh, those MFers at Peacock. Uh, Nate, don't give a fuck, which I feel like is a very evergreen title that can yes. be used for mm-hmm. every yeah. episode. That, that could be a t-shirt. It's more, more of a sticker, sticker design. Yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, crack smoking and actual murder. Which, <laughs> which Always great. Always it's great. WrestleMania, folks. Yes. Always great humor. Uh, Another evergreen title. Another yeah. evergreen title. Uh, li- uh, wait, no. Uh, Gronk's an effing idiot. Uh, this is a long one, but I think was one of my personal favorites. Limp Biscuit plus WrestleMania equals Reese's peanut butter cup uh, out of a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> That was that w- that came from one Mr. Bean. That was inspired. Um, and then like the the last one was just Wrestle Christmas is over. Which I'm like, oh, that's a downer. So <laughs> I did, a I, downer. <laughs> I know. I wrote it down at the time. I'm like, that's okay. And then I'm like, oh, that's a sad one. So I yeah. re- I'm leaning toward crack smoke and an actual murder. I'm leaning toward Charlie <laughs> Brown. <laughs> crack smoke and an actual of- murder. That sounds like my weekend. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> That'll draw people to our what what is this podcast missing? You know what? No, you know what it's missing? It's missing crack, crack smoking and actual murder. An actual well, murder. I mean, really, we talked about murder a lot. So really, it was just missing the crack. It was just the crack, yeah. Well, Good buzz crack. marketing. Buzz <laughs> marketing. <laughs> buzz Come for the crack marketing. smoking. Stay for the actual murder. <laughs> buzz marketing. 